and welcome to this podcast from the Private Wealth Team at Safford Chambers. My name is Leonora Stevens, and I'm a director in the Private Wealth Team based in Bristol. Uh, I'm delighted to be joined virtually today by Mike Hodges, who is the head of our Private Wealth Team at Safford. Mike is based in our Manchester office. Hello, Hello. Mike. Right. Um, I'd also like to introduce our guest speaker for this podcast today, um, Zena Hanks, who is another partner in the Private Wealth Team, also based in Bristol. Welcome, Zena. Hi, Leo. Um, today, Mike, Zena and I will be discussing the recent report that was published by the OECD on inheritance taxation in OECD countries. So firstly, I just thought that I'd start by explaining why, why we're discussing this report. Well, inheritance tax is a topic that nearly every client wants to discuss with us, especially over the last 12 months. And um, we've noticed a real increase um, in clients being concerned that there will be a reform to IHT. This is specific, especially following the um, all-party parliamentary group report, or shortly known as APPG, which was published last year. Um, and then also there was the Office of Tax Simplifications report back in July nine, uh, 2019. And there are a couple of points that came out of these reports, which, for example, people concerned about a change to reliefs, for example, business property relief or agricultural property relief, um, whether annual gift limits would be imposed, whether tape relief would be abolished, the electronic reporting for gifts, and also whether the rate of inheritance tax should be reduced down from the current level of 40% to a rate of between 10 and 20%. The reason for that was on the basis that people seem to be happier to pay tax at that level, um, and they'd, they'd be less likely to plan around mitigating their exposure. So when we look specifically at this OECD report, they're looking at the wealth inequality across the OECD countries and how inheritance taxation can look to sort of reduce the inequality and the wealth gaps. Having read through the several pages of this report, there are a couple of points that, so three that I found really interesting that stood out. So my geeky side wanted to pull these out. So there are 38 OECD countries, and of those, 24 of them have an inheritance tax or gift tax. Of the total tax taken in those OECD countries, the gift tax or inheritance tax only make up 0.5% of the total tax revenue, which is not a lot of money. Also, across those 24 countries that tax the end of life to the quest, 21 of those actually tax the recipient of the gift, whereas three countries, one of which is the UK, tax on the donor's estate, which I, I personally find quite interesting. And then the final point is that the value of wealth that can be transferred down between from a parent to their child in a tax-free way it ranges from $17,000 all the way up to $17 million. So there's quite a range. Anyway, enough of my sort of fun, geeky facts. Let's sort of discuss the report in more detail and how and why this might be of interest to our clients and contacts. So, Zena, what would you say were sort of the key points of interest in this report for you that would be applicable to our clients? So thanks, Leo. I think for me, and the report was really interesting, I think for me there were three key points. So firstly, the report begins highlighting that household wealth is highly concentrated at the top of the wealth distribution with the wealthiest 10% of households owning half of all household wealth across 27 OEC countries where they could measure that those stats. And interesting, in the UK, the top 1% own 20% of the total net household wealth, with the top 10% owning just over 50% of the total net household wealth. So those figures are really quite stark. That then translates into where that wealth ends up. And the report confirms that it's 
unsurprisingly, it's the wealthier families that are more likely to be able to generate and in turn receive an inheritance tax and also typically receive higher value inheritances. So then if you take that, that point, another point to note is that then because much of the wealth that we're looking at here is tied up in property and invested wealth, if recent trends continue and asset prices continue, that wealth is just going to keep growing and exacerbating the inequality that was mentioned in the report. And then, of course, with longer life expectancy, the position will increasingly favour those who already hold the wealth and the younger generation are going to find it harder and harder to access that wealth and then to keep pace with things. So we've got a, a potential increasing divergence here. Secondly, for me, and it was a point that you mentioned at the start, across the OECD, 24 countries tax end-of-life bequests, and there are two different ways a country can levy inheritance tax. Firstly, it is to impose a tax on the donor, and secondly, tax to be imposed on the recipients, that the value that the recipient receives. Now, it's that latter one that's most common. And as you've mentioned, it's the UK falls into the former category where it's the donor, that the asset base of the donor that's being taxed here. And thirdly, we all know that inheritance taxes is, is a really emotive subject. And despite its complexities, we know actually it doesn't collect very much tax at all. And what I was really surprised with was the effective rate of tax across the estates. And if we look at the numbers in the UK, for example, a an estate with a value of between anywhere between six and seven million pounds, for example, is likely to pay a higher effective rate of tax than a estate with a value in excess of 10 million pounds. That's probably because the higher value estates are more likely to have assets that are protected from inheritance tax. But again, you've got an interesting distortion around those effective tax rates. Really interesting stats there as well. And I suppose the from reading the report, they have made certain recommendations. Would you sort of be able to summarise the top recommendations that they made? There's a real strong equity argument in favour of inheritance tax. That's very clear. And in particular, a recipient-based inheritance tax system with an exemption for low-value inheritances. There's lots of evidence to show that taxing inheritances and gifts does play an important role in enhancing the equality of opportunity. So the way the inheritance tax system needs to be designed is going to be really crucial to ensure that that system achieves its objectives, which are going to include that, that there are really good arguments for levying an inheritance tax and wealth received by the heir, the recipient, rather than the donor's total wealth, the, the system that we've got in the UK. And a suggestion is made that a fair and efficient approach is likely to consist of taxing beneficiaries on the gifts that they receive through their lifetime, which then gives scope to allow an indivi individual to receive a certain amount without a tax charge, but after a certain amount of them receiving bequests, then after a particular threshold, then that tax is then levied. Secondly, tax exemption thresholds are noted as being useful to minimise some of the administration that you'd otherwise be involved in reporting the transfers of wealth. But it's also noted, interesting, that those smaller exemptions can facilitate smaller gifts and they are noted as providing a really helpful equalising effect, which we want to be encouraging. But on the flip side, what is very clear in the report is that there are some reliefs which the report suggests could be scaled back. Private pensions is one of them. 
Typically, they benefit from beneficial treatment, which allows the donor to build up wealth and then pass on to beneficiaries with little or no tax. So where there is a justification for maintaining relief, then the suggestion is a strict criteria should be applied or a cap should be applied to the amount that can be considered to be transferred tax free. There is a suggestion that for business assets in particular, that where in the UK we recognise a very favourable inheritance tax relief, that instead of that, a low tax rate could be applied to the inheritance tax position. And then that would then generate some tax, which would then be payable in tax instalments. And a final point for me on this is the step up basis that we have. And that's noted as being on the list for consideration. So at the moment in the UK, we have a system that rebases a cost value of an asset at death. But no consideration is given to whether that asset has had inheritance tax levied on it. And I'm sure that was a point that was pulled out in either the APPG report or the Office of Tax Simplification report. So it's interesting that these points are, are key coming out in these reports here. Mm. I suppose it's looking at sort of the reporting where if you're the recipient, then you're going to, you know, the revenue are going to have to have the systems in place to process that information, isn't it? Which is part of the report as well, is that the infrastructure needs to be in place at, at the point they do that. And it's interesting also you point out the, the, the pensions, how they, they specifically pulled out pensions and how that can be passed on tax-free because that's a really good benefit that a lot of clients are interested in. Um, and you know, if that were to go, I think that would be that would be quite a that would have quite a big impact. Um, and so, uh, you know, of the of the recommendations they made, do you think that anyone any of those would specifically assist high net worth individuals or estates? I think I think I mean they all they all facilitate the. The, the ability to succeed the next generation and certainly where there are businesses in question we do need to think carefully or the powers that be do need to think very carefully that the tax that they levy is fair and equitable and that's certainly been brought to life in the report that there is a sense of inequality not just in the UK um, globally and 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 I think we're all minded that there needs to be a, an, a very fair and equitable system but there does need to be a system that facilitates that movement of wealth in a, in a very fair way so I wonder if we may see as the suggestions were alluded to, caps on some of the, the limits, perhaps if some of the rates or reliefs are squeezed, that the quid pro quo is then that there is a longer time with which the pay, payer of the tax is given time to make sure that those tax payments are paid over in a in a in a fair way but in a in a way that then doesn't disrupt the the, the business the, the business that perhaps the tax is being levied on. But there, the issue as well, isn't it, is that if they have a large inheritance tax bill, the sort of the, the recommendation of the report is that if they're able to spread those payments out over a greater period of time, that then there's less need for them to have any liquidity events in order to, to pay that, um, which I, I think is a, is a sensible approach. So I suppose, I suppose sort of looking at the UK and these recommendations, do you think how would they impact our UK inheritance tax system? 
I think there's no doubt at all that if some of these suggestions that were implemented would have a huge impact and we're very familiar with the inheritance tax statute books it's it's incredibly complicated I think that the inheritance tax system has been around for about the inheritance tax system as we know it now has been around for about 127 years so at the time I'm sure it was fit for purpose it's possibly arguably not particularly fit for purpose as it is now. So if we were to see changes, they'd fundamentally change the the way in, in which we go about our roles and the way that our clients recognise how they can pass their wealth onto the next generation and, and, and or onto other family members and or on, onto charities. So I think, I think we can certainly see a direction of travel here from the reports that are being issued. What, what I'd really like to see is a simplified inheritance tax system and if we do see some of these reliefs being squeezed that they're done in a way as you've just described that that provide equality to the tax system and also hopefully that would then go some way to equalizing some of the equality that that we are all very aware of and is certainly very noted in the report here oh yeah indeed thanks Zena and, and Mike along with the sort of the all-party parliamentary group report and the OTS is there any requirement for the UK government to, to formally sort of consider these recommendations? In a word, Leo, no, there isn't. It, it's all really interesting. And you do sometimes wonder whether it's just us as tax practitioners who are into our subject. But but no, is, is the honest answer. And I'm constantly saying to people that because our current chancellor has only been imposed through the pandemic, we haven't really got a sense of what his instincts are in terms of taxation or reform of taxation. Um, But as a couple of general comments, I think far-reaching reform is unlikely because I think politicians instinctively tinker rather than change the whole thing. I think they, they worry about what they might set loose if they change everything radically. They might start to, to lose revenues. And I think also he's got so much on his plate. I just wonder whether interesting as this is it will just get kicked along because there are going to be far more pressing things on on the chancellor's agenda because he's even talking in the press recently about not having a, a budget this autumn so this my sense is and i am probably be proved completely wrong that inheritance tax as not a huge money spinner won't be something at the top of his list unless he's got particular political ambitions and wants to make some messages get some messages out there in relation to wealth equalization now i was just going to say that's not natural territory for a, for a conservative government at the risk of getting political on all these things which is you know some somewhere where we we fear to tread indeed well i mean i think all these reports they they do show the direction of travel also with sort of looking at the wealth tax commission report and the appg and ots it's all going in one direction it's just yes. wrong and when when we'll get there but you know a key planning point with all clients is you know if you want to do something do it now um you know when when rates are at the level they are um and then if it changes then we'll go from there absolutely when we know what the rules are and we can say the rules currently are this and and in a sense this part of 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 my job i hate where you're dusting off the crystal ball and trying to work out what the politicians might do in the next year two years whenever much better if people have got things they have in mind to 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 get on with it now whilst the rules are are clear and we can give them the the right advice yeah 
Great. Well, it um, remains me, um, for me to thank Mike and especially Zena for joining me today. It's been a very interesting discussion. We, um, at Safi's, we work with a wide range of clients. Many are UK-based and many live overseas, but have got interest here, whether that's property, business interest or investment. We advise individuals and families on how best to safeguard, maintain and enhance that wealth and the most appropriate methods of passing that wealth on to the next generation. We also help people comply with the tax rules um, in the UK, which can be very complex. If you'd like any more information on the services we can offer at Safri's, um, please head over to the Safri's website at www.safri.com. However, it is important for me to stress that if you are considering any tax planning, you must always take professional advice based on your individual circumstances. Thank you for listening.